Okay, 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 okay. Are you hyper today? I have energy. Good. I'm not <laughs> sick. I'm not tired. Here we go. I'm, As, aside from our last episode when I was like one step away from death, I think, I've gotten so many like texts from people being like, that was your best episode. We have such... Nice f- listeners. listeners. I almost I said like fans. To call but them <laughs> fans. <laughs> They're so nice. The amount of like messages, just of like I was cleaning my bathtub and I just was laughing and I don't know. That's it's just so really sweet. nice. I sometimes forget people listen to this garbage. Yeah, I also forget to clean my bathtub sometimes. Oh, I haven't cleaned mine since moving. You should. Should do I? That. Yeah, I'm yeah. not okay. Okay, we have some housekeeping business to do. Okay. So I had. Oh no! No, I turned it down too much. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. We got emails. Wow. I tried to tell JP like it was this exciting thing. And he's like, well, you did pretty much beg for them. (laughs) It was like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we did. We did. And we're willing to keep begging. Okay. So in my hand. Are pieces of paper. Are two pieces of paper of the people who submitted to drive (laughs) in the car. (laughs) Topless. Yes. yes. And there was a there. So it's driving in a car. They need to provide the car in a deserted parking lot. They need to figure out where that is. Or should we do that for safety reasons? We'll figure that out. Um, <laughs> because I'm, they might murder us. I think so. <laughs> I'm in my bathing suit. You're in your bathing suit. Tops, I, bottoms. We can wear whatever. Okay. Um, so I'm shirtless. They, yeah, anyway. Yes, you're shirtless. They have the option to be topless or not be topless. We're not forcing them either way. And I will write a joke about the experience. Okay. So in my hand. Okay. okay. I Am have I two pulling pieces. It? You're gonna pull from okay. my hand. Okay, who is it? From our two submissions, who won? Drum roll, please. Wait, do we have a drum roll? No, just do the pew, pew, pew. Yes, yes, yes. Justine DeJager. Woo! You get to drive topless with us. I did appreciate her email most, which said, hi, I'll drive tits out with Christina. Yeah, and that's all you needed, folks. All you need to do to enter the competition. Well, send an email. Justine, you're going to need to provide a car. That was a really good intro. It was long, but good. It set the stakes for what people can expect in this podcast. High quality comedy. High quality comedy. Tits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm back, baby. It's actually been one of our most successful draws contests we've had yet. So still no one has emailed for pushing daisies. Maybe you just need to accept that people don't want to watch that. People want to see my daisies, but not, I don't know. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Is that, has anyone ever referred to no. boobs as daisies? Boobs are not daisies. Boobs are usually like uh, fruits, like melons. <laughs> um, um, You were in Toronto. I was in the big city. The big T. The big T. Um, how did it go? It was good. You were performing. I performed. I'm a star. No, I performed at a little indie show, but it was very fun. I had 24 friends and acquaintances attend. That's infuriating. Is that not bananas? It's amazing, but I, I went and cried in the bathroom. I mean, did it you takes, cut your toenails? As though? usual, it takes very little. Yeah, I was like, well, if there's that many people, I know my nail game order. needs to be tight. You have people in your life who love you so dearly. Yeah. Yeah, Greg Houston, a former guest who I was staying with, said, people like you a lot, and I do not get it. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to that. It's it's not that I don't want them to like you. It's just that I'm like, wow. Uh, But it went well. I was so nervous. I am far more nervous doing 
a show where I know a bunch of people in the audience who haven't seen me before than okay. I am doing it for like a hundred strangers. Okay. Cause I'm just like, Oh, they know me yeah. and they've now seen me promo a billion shows yeah. and they're like, Oh, but she's bad. Yeah. That would be a horrible feeling, but they, uh, they all loved me. <laughs> Thank God. Because that's what our listeners want to hear, that they all loved, loved you. Me. No, okay. it was a good set. It was super fun. And then I went and saw, uh, do you know Schwartz and Middleditch? I don't. Uh, ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec. I know you like him. I do love him. It, I was so close to one of the men on my list. So close. Yeah, don't, isn't he I on your like, I Would Have Sex With Him yes. list? Oh. He was like six, I was six rows back, I think. He's Where kind of a goober. Where's in the alphabet? No, I was further than six. Yeah, but uh, I've never been that close to Kate Beckinsale. No, you haven't. It was like, it was a lot for me to contain. I've never been I that close to Selena to Gomez. Yell, you're on my list, baby. He probably would be like, I've never been on anybody's list because I'm no, a goober. he's, oh, he's so dreamy. He might be short. I can't tell. So him and Tom Middleditch are improvisers. They're also actors. Uh, but they have an improv duo that travels around North America doing a long-form set. Cool. And so it was at the Danforth Music Hall in Toronto. They sold out two shows in a row of like 1,500 people each show, wow. which was so cool to see. And they literally they just come out. They do like 15 minutes of banter off the top and interview an audience member about something. And then they do an hour improv scene That's without amazing. breaking. And it was, I was shaking. It was so good. I was physically shaking. I know you really like improv. I? <sighs> Sometimes you forget. Sometimes you I forget. Seen improv for and a while then and I then, remember yeah. and I just, it's, uh, this is not good podcasting. <laughs> no, this is a I really, for a, so a comedy sorry. show about improv, this is good. I just, I can't even describe. Why are you touching your face so much? No, I love it. <laughs> You're just like so touching much. your face a I'm lot. I'm quivering. No, <laughs> I, um, no, I can't even describe the joy that comes from seeing good improv. Like, it's just like, so it's amazing to do improv doing improv is the best thing I have ever done in my life. It's like this freeing experience. And it's this moment where I'm like, ah, fuck, I have this. But watching great improv is like just watching what I aspire to one day do. Yeah. Oh, oh it's so good. Okay. So he is 37. So yeah. you Perfect got some years range. before you. Oh, you're still talking about sex with him. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What are we talking about? Well, you're oh, saying like what they aspire to yeah. be like, but you're just saying about fucking him. Yes. <laughs> Great age range. JP, how old is he? Me? No. <laughs> sorry. How tall is he? Uh, six foot. He's, oh my God. That's perfect. Is that your... Nothing is standing in our way other than his fame and disinterest in me, which is hardly anything. Those yeah. are hurdles I can totally overcome. 1,500 people in each... Yeah. It was sold out. That's crazy. And just all these people just love... <sighs> It was, it was so good. So it's two of them, but they play so many different characters and create this world and they're staging. So you knew exactly who the other one, cause they would switch characters yeah. a lot. And you knew exactly who they were playing. They had such like an ability to have such grounded real scenes in this like insurance company. But then in the basement of the insurance company, it was like haunted by this like weird fairy gobliny thing. And so it was just like the most grounded scene, but also had this like, whimsical characteristics to it. So they got to play these really big characters as well. And it's just like the hour went by so fast. Yeah. Like I, Oh my God. And I love you and I've talked about this a lot. I love when you have a big stage and you can use different locations on yeah. the stage to signal different scenes. Oh my God. Because it was when you're so doing good. an hour, like an hour is a, 
a, it's a, a long, long time. time. Even when you're doing a 20 minute set, you want to kind of divide up the stage to say, okay, when I'm standing here, generally, this is I'm what playing this, this character. And it here. was so good. Yeah. Anyways, enough gushing. How are you? Catch me up. Can oh, we talk goodness. about how on the last three times I've looked at our episode notes, you want to talk about a sauna belt? <laughs> and so I'm just like not letting you get away with it this time. Because we haven't uh, talked about it, right? That was very sick last week. It has week. to like come up organically, you know? Well, no. Now I want to... <laughs> why do you keep putting down sauna belt? It's what just, is a sauna belt? All right. So I started oh thinking about it. Oh, my God. Because... <laughs> what is happening? I started thinking about it because I've been like oh trying to get a beach body. Uh-huh. I just don't want to have a dad bod already. I'd like to have like, a, oh, he's fit. Yeah. Uh... But I just, it reminds me of this time when I was probably, <laughs> I'm going to say first year university or second year university. No, yeah. first. Um, and I was staying up late of watching infomercials okay. because I, I don't know. You were so cool. I was so naive. So <clears throat> the on comes this ad and it's like this ad for, it was, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was called it like the, the concept of it, it's called the sauna belt. Yeah. And it was like, oh, hey, you probably, and they're talking to me at this moment. I'm like enraptured by these men with six packs. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And they're like, you probably want a six pack of abs. Like, yeah. But you have this, like, it's so unscientific and bullshit. You have a layer of like water weight over top of your abs. No. And so if you put on, like, it's, if you put on this belt yeah. and you, sweat out the water weight from your abs you'll have a six-pack show through maybe i was tired maybe you i was one? sad i Did bought you buy it. one how much was it it was 18 <laughs> payments of 1999 it, it was probably about a, i don't know maybe about a hundred dollars oh my god i can't remember exactly but anyway so i bought it and it eventually came like tw 12 weeks later i'm sure like took so long to get there and it wasn't making me sweat in my abs. So I was like, oh, something's wrong. So then I would turn up to full blast and it would just burn my stomach. Oh and my I God. ended up having like a burn mark <laughs> in my gut from like cranking up the sauna belt to as hot as it could go because I wanted to sweat. So oh, this, this it, just sounds like if you, you know those hot water things you get if you get a tummy ache yeah hot water that's bottle. Just, just duct tape that bad boy on you this can go hotter because yeah and burn I, you but i was so convinced that i was gonna get abs. skin have you heard of third degree burn it was like really sad and then i i emailed them you know what's standing between you and a six-pack your skin let's burn that off they for you. they had such an like appealing ad I'm sure. There's a woman in a bikini okay, so and a so man sorry. with a six pack. So, to be clear, you've been putting sauna belt on our episode, guys, just, for three weeks based off of the story from 2005. I just, I completely forgot about it, but then I just remembered it and I was like, oh, you know, I am working out a lot. I should tell that story. I love it. I'm so glad that I uh, made mm. it come out so organically. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, but. If you if you want me to review other products for you, I'm happy to do that. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you burnt yourself. It hurt. Yeah, of course it did. Because I was You're like taping a fucking sauna to your stomach. It, but it's like so cheaply made. It just was like these coils that get really hot. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like and it, like I'm convinced it's a fire hazard or uh, something. 
Oh, did you ever write them? I wrote them an email, but they never of wrote back. Of course you did. I don't even know why yeah, I asked. I, wrote them I should an email. have said, what did your email say? <laughs> I said, this burned me. I would like my money back. And then nothing. nothing. So. Oh, it's like the time. Didn't you email a car company? So one time I bought <laughs> I my I, first car. I, you've told this story. And the CEO of Mazda wrote back to me saying, we will not buy it you a new car. It was definitely the CEO himself. Yeah, it was somebody. Or herself. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think in this corporate culture? It's Mrs. Mazda. <laughs> no, it's for, anyway. Okay, what else is new? Um, so, so I wasn't in Toronto. Sorry, go 12 ahead. 12 years ago, you burnt yourself as so far. The audience to... didn't know. The audience didn't know that that was something that went on in my life. I didn't know life. that's how far back we could pull stories. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You pull stories oh, from like okay. this one time when I kissed somebody in grade eight. I didn't kiss anyone. <laughs> this it's one time where dreams. I felt outside of a boy's pants. What? <laughs> like one time though? Yeah. Here we go. One time I was trying to give a guy like a, a little a little rub over the pants, and uh, I was rubbing the completely wrong spot, and he had to like move my hand to his. Where were you rubbing? I think like just like his inner thigh. And he was like, my penis is not there. Well, <laughs> yeah. You gave him a, th- a thigh job. I gave him Or it just like burns good, like from his jeans. He was like, I might as well just put a sauna belt on my legs. Wow. I've never thought of that. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Anyway. You know what's standing in between your you mom going didn't from hear that story. a cucumber to a carrot is skin on your legs. Try the sauna belt today. My mom has stopped listening to the podcast. I oh, think. really? Her and my sister are listening to it discussing the tight tea pick. And they were listening to the podcast, and at the exact moment, I went, "Ugh! I hope my mom stops listening to the podcast." She went, "It's time for me to stop." (laughs) Well, she's always welcome back. She can come as a guest anytime. I feel like I've been keeping it very G-rated lately. I haven't brought up urine play or uh, cream pie in so long. No, but just your first attempt at a hand job. Just. Yeah, it was my first attempt. To be clear, I've gotten so much better. Yeah, I believe it. Mom, I've gotten so much better. (laughs) I'm so proud of you, sweetie. (laughs) Thank you. So we were at a coffee (laughs) shop this weekend. It was like so nice. Yeah. It was nice out. Um, And like Sarah is so Instagram good. She knows how to like pose. She knows all her stuff. Yeah. We walked in. We were in the presence of like Instagram influencers. And we looked at them and they just were like... Wearing all the outfits you see influencers wear, like the guys were appropriately like both I don't give a crap and I'm, I'm good looking so hard. So yeah. hard. Uh, the girls looked like stunning and had like all the stuff that people in California have. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. They just look a cool. Tan? One of them was wearing a beret. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I hate that. And, uh, and at first I was just like, oh, there's just a bunch of pretty people all together yeah but then they're all they would all take like a phone break and they did a photo shoot in the coffee shop of their coffee of each other i didn't know ottawa had instagram influencers well maybe they weren't from here (laughs) but then like they would use terminology like do you know this that's a look that's like someone's looking at me i'm like that's a look no like your outfit oh that's a look Thank you. No, not your actual outfit. I have okay. <laughs> well, or and then and then somebody and they're going through somebody's pictures on their phone. And they'd be like, "OMG, post that, post it," and it's just like it was so 
like just a different culture that I was used to. But then I realized I could be you this. Want, yeah, I could be an could. Instagram influencer for dads. <sighs> I could be an influential Instagram dad. Okay, so what sort of things, what would be your looks? All right, here. All right. Here's a thing. Uh, how to make a quick meal. And I'd like take sexy pictures of the food and of myself making it. Well, Sarah would take the pictures of me. Um Okay, so you, uh, I think you could be like, I think it's you taking your kid to hip places. Be like, just because your dad doesn't mean you can't be hip. And then it's like you and your kid going to the, the club. club. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is this DJ Crisscross? Do you, you think I have a look that I could um, be an Instagram influencer dad? Oh my goodness, is this a local beer? <laughs> oh, this beer is so local and sick. Uh, check out my buddy uh, Brent who brewed this. Cheese. Uh, <clears throat> I um I think you have so much enthusiasm. Oh my Who else is using Apple these days? Apple's a sick brand. That I me love and my that you're cute saying daughter. these things, but none of our listeners will see the things <laughs> you have. Um, hey, I, does anybody know about Nike? <laughs> Nike makes sick shoes. Uh, here's a picture of my kicks uh, that I wear. So so far, your kid has not come into this at all. Uh, here's a picture of my daughter. Doesn't she look uh, happy in her Nike shoes? <laughs> I think. Um, I think you have so much enthusiasm okay. and I think enthusiasm goes so far. Okay. That's it. I need <laughs> you to say the word DILF. Okay. Have you ever seen the Instagram <laughs> account? Um, yes. You've Dil- talked about DILFs, DILFs of at Disneyland. Disneyland. That should be your goal. DILFs at Disneyland. Some of them are so freaking Do you follow this account? <laughs> some of them are Wow. I remember wow. you've wow. progressed so yeah, far. Yeah, baby. I've progressed so far. Into I couldn't get you to follow a uh, meme page because you're like, what's uh, a meme? And then now you're following oh, Dilfs of Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I think you should go for it. I think uh, an Instagram influencer only becomes... an You you miss uh, 100% of the pictures you don't take. Thank you. <laughs> That's a look. That's a look. Uh, you just tell me. That guy looks so... Look at, oh, my God. Uh, look can't. at those tattoos. He looks like a Why dink. is he wearing that at Disneyland is I my know. question. Why? He wanted to He's be a dope at Disneyland. Tie. I'm better looking than that. I, I, I know you are. Just own it. <laughs> He's so... Never mind. Okay. <laughs> well, for the record, yeah. thank you. You're I'm, welcome. I'm going to try... Write in if you had subscribed to my Instagram account. If someone is a... If someone writes in for that and not for my Pushing Dave's <laughs> DVD, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Dilfs of Ottawa, and it'll just be a picture of just me. you, and it's going to be run by you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who's this hot man? Oh my God. Hey, here's my picture of my buddy JP. Do you have a podcast idea? Yeah. Me and other Dilfs hang out here. <laughs> Woo! Should we go into Was That Funny? Yeah, let's do it. I watched something this week. Yeah, I did. So don't be mad or sad or call me bad. Boop ba doo, ba ba doo ba doo ba boop ba doo. <coughs> yeah. Ryan, I got really big news. I um. Okay. I watched something you asked me to watch. I'm so <laughs> excited. I know we thought this day would never come because yeah, I don't Nobody ever does you. this for me. Nobody ever listens to my recommendations. I did it. I watched something. I loved it. Yeah! I'm like real into it now. <laughs> I don't know. If, oh my God, calm down. You were the anti-Dilf right now. 
Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, what was it? Uh, I watched Love Island. Yeah! I don't know if it's what we need to talk about here because it wasn't funny. Yes. Was it perfect? Yes. Am I obsessed with it? Sure. Ladies I had three friends over to watch it. Love Island is the best show for a trashy dating show. So Love Island is a British show. Five five sexy single women and five sexy single men. That's the best British accent you've ever done. <laughs> I think I'm going to London next week, so I've been practicing. Because um, I'm obviously going to talk in a British accent <laughs> there. And by talk, I'm only talking to Paddington, the statue. Anyways, five sexy women, five sexy men move into a villa in Spain together and spend eight weeks falling in love. And every week they couple up. And then there's a recoupling at the end of the week. But spoiler, every couple days, two new hot sexy singles come to the villa to try to fuck shit up. And do they ever? Do they ever? Okay, here's my pitch for Love Island. And I'm going to compare it to Did I not just do a pitch? You did a fantastic job. Okay, do it in a British accent. (sighs) All right. (laughs) Right. So. (laughs) No, I can't. Uh, Okay. So. Is this show trashy? Yes. yes. Not as trashy as you think it would but, be. They hydrate. I don't know if that's important to the anti-trash, what? but they don't get that drunk. They're always drinking water. Yeah, they do. So my pitch, I, there's lots of listeners who love The Bachelor. The Bachelor has a huge following, but yeah. I believe The Bachelor is- the, uh, We don't know if we have a lot of listeners who watch The Bachelor. Is it, It's a trashy garbage show that you watch because you feel guilty. This is a trashy garbage show that you can see actual relationships forming out of. And I see it as being way more wholesome. And it's just so cute. And my goodness. so And the friendships that form, because they live on this little villa for seven weeks. So where I feel The Bachelor pits guys against guys and girls against girls and guys against, like, it's... This is all Every time a new girl comes into the villa, all the girls are like, oh my goodness, welcome, yeah. Colby. We're so happy you're here. Every time a new guy comes in, it's like, oh, bro, we're so happy you're here. And it's like, and it's, they become yeah. friends at the end. And if you follow them after, they're all still friends. It's really, really nice. I also love it for all the British slang I've learned. Like, I've learned. Have you guys been cracking? Oh, you're going to crack on with this gonna guy? You're going to crack on. Or if you want to, apparently if it's like the guy needs to, like someone needs to put in more effort in the relationship mm-hmm. to like woo the person. And you got to graft. Oh, like, oh, are okay. you going to go graft in her? Okay. I don't really understand it. It might be S- a bad term. Snogging but is snogging. obviously like making out. A lot of like, they're all about the banter. They're like, I just have wicked banter with yeah, him. And I'm like, oh my. And they're always in bathing suits. If they're working out, they're in bathing <laughs> suits. They're sleeping there in bathing suits. Yeah. Okay, one girl, the first episode, I will say, this is a horrible thing to say, but I was watching it yesterday with my friends. She looked like 25 and then she took her makeup off and she aged 50 years. Cut that. That seems mean, but I was, it was startling. Another thing British people love is fake tans. So Uh, many fake tans. So much makeup, hair extensions. It's like, yeah, it's a lot of it. But uh, it's very, it's good. So season five, and you don't need to watch the previous seasons. It's not a plot heavy show. Season five starts in June. So okay. everybody, if everyone, you wanna, get ready. And my other pitch is: let's say you have an injury over the summer. There's <laughs> not an episode that we hope that every day for an <laughs> no, hour. That it's a lot. It's a commitment. <laughs> so it is a big commitment. I was very sick a couple weeks ago, and I watched almost all of season oh. three. I think I got through forty episodes, and I was like, Christina, you gotta stop. Yeah. 
Anyways, it's, I'm watching it. I'm, I'm doing so it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm uh, I'm there for you. I'm so happy. Thank you. But what is it funny? Yes. So, yes, it so is. Funny. It is. Um, it's also the one hour every day. And yeah. some of the episodes definitely do not. Like the hour will be like, I don't know who I'm going to go to the cocktail party with. <laughs> and that's the whole hour. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I um, love it so much. So thank you so much for doing that. That means a lot. It means a lot from our listeners. If you also took my advice, you can watch season four of Love Island, but season five comes out in June or starts in June. Okay. What have you been watching? Okay. So I watched a show that's very near and dear to your heart. This was unintentional. I didn't mean to have this kind of crossover episode. I've been typing in the show every week and then deleting it because I'm not ready to talk about it. I'm still not quite done it. I'm saving the last two episodes because I'm not ready to finish it. Okay. So... Before we get to that, I would really just quickly just say um, I plugged a stand-up special like a year ago called The Stand-Ups and Nate Bergazzi was on there and he yes. did like uh, maybe like 15 to 20 is minutes. Is he the one with the expired milk? Yeah. Right. I watched that. So yeah. this is the second thing I've watched yeah. for you. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Uh, he now has an hour-long special and I would recommend people watch it. He borderline is a bro comic, but also I'd say borderline like a progressive bro comic. I want to hate bro comics a lot of the time, and then I usually am attracted to them, and it's the worst. I think he's good. I really like him. Anyway, Nate Bergazzi's new Netflix special. Do you want to talk about Dairy Girls? I'm not ready. Do you want to talk about Dairy Girls? I wasn't prepared. Do you want to talk about... Do you like it? It's so good. It is so good. <laughs> it is... I don't know why I keep touching my face. Why are you I'm touching your face? I don't know. I'm definitely going to get pink eye from the uh, boss. What? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a thing? I think <laughs> pink How eye do involves, people get pink eye? It involves poop. Oh, what if someone had poop on their hand and then touched? <laughs> then Anyways, you're getting pink eye. I'm so emotional. Do you want to talk about dairy girls? I don't know what to. D-E-R-R-Y. They're not milking cows. But dairy as in I would London watch an episode dairy. of the milking cows. Um, it is amazing. This is, is a show based in Northern <laughs> Ireland about a group of girls who are all friends going to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And you love coming of age shows. I I still feel like I'm coming of age. Like when I go into a bookstore, I gravitate <laughs> to the young adult fiction yeah. because I feel like their problems resonate with my problems. And I know that doesn't mean I'm doing great in life. <laughs> I get that. I mean, you have a master's degree and you're yeah. employed. Yeah. yeah. Maybe emotionally you're coming of age. Yeah. I, this is why I wasn't ready to talk about we it. Haven't given the, we haven't given the audience a good idea of why it's so good. Okay, the, the writing is so the well acti- done. Every, yeah. The acting is spot on. The acting is spot on. They're clearly sketch performers. Their facial expressions are out of fucking control. Yeah. The main girl goes from being like this like beautiful, like whatever preteen teenager. And then she does these weird things with her face. What I love about it is like, so good. where did these people come from the table? (laughs) I love when shows come on the scene and like everybody in it is an unknown. And you're like, where are these people from? They're so good. Well, they might not be unknown in Ireland, in Northern Ireland, in Northern Ireland. (laughs) Yeah. No, that was Northern Ireland. I should cut that. Give me one reason why you think this is a good show. Like what, what has made it stand out so much for you? Um, I think one, the, acting i think the commute their comedic timing is ridiculously good but also i think it captures the angst of teenagers in a like 
every American high school coming of age story still has some polish to it. And like, we're starting to see that less and less, like with Bo Burnham's film, eighth grade. I think that was like an unpolished version of adolescence. But I think it just really shows like the angst and the awkwardness and the like trying to figure yourself out without any glitz to it. Like there's nothing spectacular about it. It's like these five friends in a like really tough political situation in Ireland with like low income families trying to make like make life happen. And these teenagers being like, but my problems are bigger than all of that. And I think that that captures how teenagers feel, at least how I felt. No, for sure. still do. But against this like political context and a like class context that makes it so much more heightened, this idea of like teenagers being like, but my life is the most important thing right now. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so freaking good. It's so good. Okay. I need a break. I'm exhausted now. You're exhausted. You're like sweaty. <laughs> I am physically sweating. <laughs> I'm physically sweating. Should we bring our guests We should. On? Okay. All right. All right. Oh my God. Um, have you calmed down a little no, bit? I'm still so riled. I'm like breaking my back. <laughs> okay, quit fidgeting. We have guests with us. You need oh to God. like. Yay. Um, I'm really bad at making eye contact with guests. <laughs> you are a human person. <laughs> I know. Do you want to introduce our guests? Yeah, we're changing it up. We don't have comedians. I mean, have we ever? I mean, <laughs> it's rude. And, and maybe these people are funny. They could be funny. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, introduce uh, them. We have musicians. We have a local band, uh, Main Street Revival. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello. We got Alan and Doug. The, Hello. The singers, the band. I don't yeah, know. this is like uh, this is new for us. We've had a, a singer songwriter before, slash comedian, yeah, slash comedian. We're trying to branch out. Yeah. We're trying new yeah. things. Uh, so Guys. thanks for coming and hanging out. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Guys, um, good I'm job so of branching awkward. out. Thank you uh, so much. Okay, first for our our guest, yeah, Ryan's know. gonna take over. Now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I used to be in a band. Okay. We can talk about the metal scene if you guys. Yeah. What life on the road? Oh You're like God. in a small town, yeah. sitting at the bar, drinking after yeah, a gig. We were recently in a small town. <laughs> a very small town. Uh, uh, do you have a, a band van? No. no, no. I used to have a band van. Okay. But I mean, you know, okay. After a while, it just has to has to be put down. Uh, did you have it. the the uh, van with a bed built in? No, I wish I did. Okay, those ones seem like they're they're a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're more useful. They are. Did you Ex- actually go on? Sorry, I don't care about them anymore. Did you actually go on tour with your metal van? Yeah. Oh, but God. to the, church basements was it churches? It was church basements. Okay, great. Keep going. But the bed was. We built it so poorly. We built but it so you'd close go to, to the a roof local bar that we'd be lying on their bed, and the roof would be like an inch from our face, and it'd be so <laughs> hot in there in the summer because you're sleeping with like four other dudes on this bed. It was the worst sleeping. Yeah, anyway. Uh, well, yeah, I've only had to just sleep on your seat in the van. Uh, yeah, and that's, and that's not. That's probably good. worse, but yeah. it's either way, it's never good sleeping way, in the van. I never want to be yeah. in a band. Well, it's a it's a trip. Okay, we have questions for you guys. One, Main Street Revival. What's it mean? It's just kind of a nod to like broken down small towns, like those small towns yeah. that you used to tour in your van. Yeah. And uh, I guess we, we both grew up in small towns, so uh, growing up and touring the places now you see like a lot of businesses going away from the main streets of these towns and that's all they got so I just want to bring music to them 
Oh, I like that there actually was a meaning behind that. I was worried that you guys were going to be like, cut that. <laughs> we, we put some words together. We Googled it. We Googled it. It was taken, but we took it anyway. Okay, and like, what's the, so we've had lots of comedians on. We both do comedy. Um, what's like the Ottawa music scene like? Is it big? Is it competitive? Is it a, like growing? I, I think it's growing. I don't know how big it is, really, if you think about it. It's it's hard to say, but there's, there's definitely a community that all supports each other in a lot of different styles. And, and maybe there could be more venues or more, but I, I think that there is a supportive community there, but... I think it, it could also use more. more Do a lot of it, you know? musicians jump ship to Toronto? Not that I know personally. Maybe a few that I've known. But, okay. I mean, you can go to Montreal as well, too. It's probably Montreal easier to get there, too. Scene, but, yeah. 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 So. but it seems like music is maybe a little bit more portable digitally than... than uh, Stand up or improv. Yeah, improv. <laughs> Do you want to record sure. an improv album? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really intrigued by this, like the small town kind of angle, because I grew up in Saskatchewan, and every city is, or every town is like that. Do you like when you, when you are touring those towns, or do you feel like you have an affinity for those areas, like, and and they connect with you, or is it because that's where you're from originally? Well, I think that uh, when I was in some of those, it does remind me of it. You know, it reminds me of when I was when I was growing up in, yeah. a, in a small town, yeah. which I kind of like. It's it's a nice. It, it was a nice feel on Saturday being down. We were in Chesterville, and Chesterville, uh, I've never really Ontario. been to Chesterville, but uh, <laughs> I liked it. It was good. I, you know, the people are are are, are kind of you know genuine from the area. And, and was yeah. there not a dog roaming around the there bar? Was. There was a yeah, little there was dog. dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like that. I, I, like I love that. small town bars. Um, like we went, we would always go to one back home and there'd be a bar fight every Friday night, but then the guys would like make up. <laughs> Which is like the endearing. same night? Yeah, was, yeah, the same night. And like, then would it be the same two people well, who would fight no, the next week? Well, no, you kind of rotate through. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get in a bar fight? No, I couldn't. I didn't fight. Um, tell me about... But songwriting, um, what's the process for you, for you guys? Uh, you know, I, I guess it's different every time you write. Sometimes, sometimes the words and, and the melodies and the music kind of come out right away. Sometimes you're thinking of a line or like a character and you, you write around it. Sometimes it comes really quick and sometimes it takes uh, a few, few goes at it. Either, either I'll, uh, write the song and bring it to Al or Al and I will sit down and we'll, we'll like kind of trade back uh, some, some lyrics yeah. and stuff. Have you ever written a song and brought it to Al and he's like, this sucks. It's probably been a, like a bunch that we've decided this is not, you <laughs> can't go with this any <laughs> further. <Yeah. laughs> um, but we did, we did want to do it so you yeah. guys could play a song. You're going to play some songs and we're going to do some improv. We'll do a scene off of it. So cool. We're going to try. Okay. Yeah. We haven't done um, Holy. Uh, a podcast improv in a while. All right. Okay. Play, play. What's the song called? This song is called Night Rider. Night okay. Rider. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. 
Funny of that. Yep, great. Great, great, great. I'm hot. That's not the stars. <laughs> Mom? Yes. I need the keys for the car. No. Yes. You know you can't drive after 8 p.m., sweetie. It's not okay. Mom? No, bad things happen after 8 p.m. I need the keys. Do you remember what happened to Timmy? I'm going to your purse Do right you now. Do you remember? Say what happened to Timmy, and then we'll have a discussion about it. But you know my answer will still be no, but we'll discuss it, so it'll seem Timmy like I'm a good Timmy was parent. driving, uh-huh. and somebody pulled a cord across the road, and he got decapitated. It was startling. The whole community had that wake for him. The whole community. Yeah. Do you think the whole community is going to come out for you? No. Mom, I'm meeting somebody. No. What? I'm, I'm meeting somebody. It's Who? Like, it's like after mysteri- 8 p.m.? Yeah, Nothing he's like mysterious. good happens after 8 p.m. He doesn't go out before 8 p.m. Well, that's a bad start if you want to impress your mother. Okay, well, like, he's like, he likes the dark. He, he likes the, do you hear yourself? You're not even listening to me. When Okay, so I need the car because I'm meeting somebody and he likes Who the dark. Who likes the dark. Yes. He doesn't go out past before 8 p.m. How does he go to school? He is graduated. 
Okay, well, that's a non-starter. Actually, I don't know if he graduated. I just know he's not in school. Yeah, he definitely didn't. <laughs> he? Okay. What's his name? And you know what? No. Sally, stop. Sally, be open-minded. Don't be like your mom. Your mom pushed you away by being too strict. Just be open-minded. Maybe she can go out. Yeah, I'm getting your keys. Okay, well, nope. Boop, nope. Boop. Sally, back. Fuck you. Get back in here. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So sit okay. down. Just sit down. Let's talk like two gal pals. He's 27. No. He he goes by the name of M. Night Shyamalan. And he asked me to call him the Night Rider. Mom, this is my no. chance to meet a real man. I know I don't talk about your dad much because no. it was a huge mistake. <laughs> And uh, I got you out of it, and I'm still very happy. But you know what? Your dad made me call him Thunderbolt. And that was a bad start. Okay, but this guy's different. Is he? He's different. Dad was always out in the day. (laughs) And M. Knight, sorry, Knight Rider, he's probably listening. He always likes to listen to my conversations. What? Okay, he asked me to Let's just review this conversation. First, you want to go out past 8 p.m. even though you know what happened to Timmy. Head. (laughs) Off. Sorry. Second, you want to go out with a 27-year-old named, quote, Knight Rider, end quote, who we do not know if he graduated from high school, which I'm not going to judge him. But I would like you to date a high school graduate. Actually, I would like you to date someone in high school because you're in grade 10. I'll think about that. And third, you are comparing him to your father. Well, I guess I first compared him to your father, but it's a bad comparison. You want to know what the boys in grade 10 said to me today? What? I have a Woody. That's the kind of conversation. M. Knight is writing songs and movies. He has this one about... I can't tell you. He's like so mysterious. He won't even tell me the ending. He says it's a surprise. I'm sorry. So you were going to tell me about his movie? But I don't really know. He just told me he's writing a movie and he's going to try it out. Mom, just let me go, please. I'll bring back the car with a full tank of gas. He's 27. How about he comes over? How would I meet him? You know what? Sally's open-minded. If I just meet him once. Did I say 27 because I meant 57? It's dad. I've been meeting up with dad. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> Did that accurately represent what, what you're thinking? What the song's about? 100%. Yeah. yeah good. Oh, Isn't God. Isn't that what it was written about? That was exactly <laughs> he what it was doesn't about. go out before 8 p.m. Uh, it's so stupid. <laughs> uh, can I ask what that song was about? Uh, I had uh, lived beside a couple who had motorcycles and they'd go. And uh, just, like, go on weekend trips, and I'd always, like, be kind of envious of them, like, riding off into the sunset. Yeah. So it was sort of about that, and it was sort of about my wife at the time was pregnant, she'd be, like, or we just had a baby, she'd be staying up all night feeding the baby. Yeah. And so it was, like, a marriage of those Oh, that's really cool. Kind of characters. So not about a grade 10 trying to <laughs> date her father? In the end. In the end. <laughs> <laughs> but let's hear another song that we can bastardize. Thank you. What's the song called? Called Release. Release. With a love that we 
face it brings trouble to me now As I feel my heart sinking down And I've been saying it all this time Baby, all I want some peace of mind Fear rises over me now Swear with all these up and downs I can't keep on the ground take this far or are you looking to tear us apart oh do we really feel or maybe I'm just tired of this town and maybe I just don't want don't you you put a line in there sure Ugh, you're such a professional <laughs> tired of this town or don't want you around yeah 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 what's going on there <laughs> well, Talk to i think we uh you know basically this is a this is a breakup song well, in a way a breakup song right or a change of of your life uh you know in one way or another and it's yeah, I think everyone's felt that way before. Is it uh, you're not in a good situation? So is it the, is it the person or is it the place? Or yeah. What is it? Yeah. Right? Guys, I love both those songs. And people can find you guys on Spotify and Apple, Apple Music, Music Main yeah. Street Revival. YouTube. YouTube. They have a music video out. Instagram. Wow. Well, we're not very good at Instagram. Uh, Instagram's <laughs> hard. Instagram's it's really tough. hard. Well, I mean, what are you taking a... photos about all the time? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. A, I, I don't know what right now. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> are seeing a future Instagram influencer right in front of uh, you. So uh, I spoke take... in this episode. I'd like to be a, a DILF. DILF Instagram dad influencer. Dad, I'd like to follow. That's mm. the best thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> JP, pew, pew, pew it. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> 
Uh, should we give uh, some relationship advice? Do yeah. We have one? Do you guys want to give relationship advice with us? Okay. Yes, yeah, do it. All if right. you've ever right. listened to the podcast, we pull relationships off of the internet and then give them advice they'll never hear. Because <laughs> we've asked several listeners to send us their relationship questions, and so far no one's trusted us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Do you think anyone else has said, Dad, I'd like to follow? No. Thank you. I've been dating Gray, in quotes, for four-ish months. He's hilarious, smart, and treats me very well. I'm finishing up my last semester before I graduate, so I've been at, away at school three hours, uh, so like three hours away from home, and I haven't had a weekend to spare to come home. I have two majors and a minor, and I work part-time at my school. I was finally able to move some things around and come home this weekend to celebrate with him. An important tidbit. I love the TV show Friends. It's my favorite show. I know it's kind of silly, but I do. I have posters. I named my, hands, my hamster Chicken Duck. It's a thing from the show. And Phoebe inspired me to go vegetarian and, and dye my hair. Okay. Um, Gray knows this, of course. Oh, my God. I hate these. Uh, I get to his house, and he's holding a teddy bear, a bag full of chocolates, an expensive tie he had pointed out when we were shopping, and a card. So Gray holds out his hand and says, Happy Valentine's Day. It took me a second, but I noticed the tip of his index finger was gone. I obviously asked him what happened, and he rolled his eyes and said, guess someone's not a, that big of a fan or something like that. Did he cut off part of his finger? It really didn't click. I just asked him again how he got hurt. I was so worried and trying to grab his hand. He kept shooing me away, saying it was still sensitive. Oh, my God. He grabbed the gifts from me, kissed my cheek, and told me to come into his room. I did, and he pulled up his laptop and went to his bookmarks, and there zoomed in on a picture of Chandler. One of the main characters and his hand. He's missing the tip of his finger. It clicked. The actor who plays Chandler cut off the tip of his finger in some sort of accident before he got famous. There were several moments of quiet before he put his hand on my face again and smirked. I asked Gray what the fuck he did that for. He said he knew I loved the show and thought it would be a really funny story about how for Valentine's Day he, he literally cut off, cut off a piece finger. of his finger for me. Oh, no. The wound was still kind of fresh. It looks stitched up, I think. I really didn't get a great look at it, but he's definitely missing a literal fingertip. <laughs> I went quiet. He asked me why I wasn't happy and seemed very confused. I said, I told him I forgot something. I had to call my mom, and I pretended I was going to the bathroom. Instead, I booked it out of there. It's been a day. He's called me about a dozen times and left me text. It didn't even uh, saying it didn't even hurt and asked uh, if we're okay. Um, guys, he's given me zero red flags before this. He was so normal. Yeah, it's been four and a half months. There should be zero red flags. <laughs> zero. I don't know what to do. Can I have some advice? Oh, my God. Sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you, how you cannot know what to do. <laughs> like, you, bra- you marry him, right? <laughs> yeah. He did it for I, you. I, yeah. I, think, I think my question is, for Main Street Revival, is this an automatic breakup? Yeah, uh, it, it has yeah. to be. Doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> can you can you go on with that? Like, what's he going to do next? Yeah, yeah like wait for it to heal, <laughs> and then break and up. Because you might as well just get all the healing in one. Uh, the broken heart and the yeah, finger. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then he's now going to have to tell a story to his next. I imagine girlfriend. Do you think that's okay? So if you started dating someone and they're like, I cut my finger off for this other girl, is that better or worse than them having a tattoo that says like Cheryl forever? I mean, you can get tattoos removed. But you can't get a finger put back on. Back on. I well maybe you can get yeah, I don't maybe. Know. he cut 
part of his finger off. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm I would him. love him to the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> what? But, like, was she super into Chandler? Is that why? Must yes. be. Yes, must Something be. happened yeah. there. Yeah. I think she's like, Chandler's so hot. And he's like, I okay, like friends. If, she... if you think, Ch- just start talking like Chandler and be like, could that be any more annoying? Like, whatever. <laughs> don't cut your finger off. There's Maybe she's other really ways. mad because she really liked Joey. Yeah. And she's like, oh man, uh, why didn't you? should have done something Joey related. Yeah, yeah, if he really messed up and didn't see the signs and he went with Chandler instead, then, then, then that's done. Yeah. automatic breakup for sure. <laughs> but, but who among us men has never like overshot in, in enthusiasm for a woman that we're really fond of? What is the craziest <laughs> thing you've ever done to win a woman's affection oh, or yeah. a man's okay. affection? I flew across the country. Yeah, you did. I did. I've told this story before, but I was at a junior hockey game, like junior <laughs> Still hockey Still no game, one believes. And this girl came up to me that I didn't know and said, hey, Veronica likes you. I don't know what her name was. And I'm like, who's Veronica? And then, and then she points to the girl and she's like, she shaved off her eyebrows for you. Okay, this isn't what has the, what's the craziest <laughs> thing someone like, else has done for you? What's the craziest thing you've know. done? Uh, you just wanted to use another opportunity to brag that a girl shaved <laughs> off her eyebrows. That's a huge compliment, you. I think. Why did she do that? I don't know. Ryan has always liked eyebrowless ladies. <laughs> I like a woman with no eyebrows. Uh, is it on an automatic breakup, Main Street Revival? hundred percent. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think it has to be. Yeah. yeah, there's a song there probably. Like I he feel could, like they if he could, could still play the guitar, out. you could. They could talk. It I out. don't know. I like to give people the benefit of every the time they'd be like in the kitchen making food. She'd look over and be like, Ooh. <laughs> "Okay, it's not." Yeah. Can you pass me that. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I think we should give the guy some advice. Yeah, the guy. Where to go from here? Yeah, yeah where does he go from here? <laughs> uh you for sure have to lie about it in your next relationship. You have to say, "Sorry, I cut it off with a saw." You can't say I cut it off for a girl. I think he's like, I cut this off because my last girlfriend liked friends. What show are you in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dairy girls. Yeah. yeah. On Arrested Development, one of the characters just doesn't have a hand, so he can just <laughs> he keep just going. keeps going. Okay, yeah. well, I think she needs to break up with him, but do it kindly. The guy's heart is soft. Yeah. And... The reminder everyone needed, at one point in Ryan's life, a woman did shave her eyebrows for him. If you would shave your eyebrows off for me, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) What are you you trying to get across to that? Let his pregnant wife know as well. (laughs) Let us all know. We'll even have you on the podcast. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank Um, you. We love the music. All right. Main Street Revival, people can catch you on all those things we listed before. Apple Music, all those things. Christina. Great. Cut a limb. Go out there. (laughs) Cut one off. I would still date him. Today's episode was recorded in Ottawa, Ontario at Pop-Up Podcasting, featuring Christina Muehlberger and Ryan Mulligan, recorded by J.P. Davidson, and featuring music by Nikolai Haidless, Mr. Gavin, and Fox Beat Music, all available on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening.